0: Welcome back to Creepy Chats. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the mysterious disappearance of Agatha Christie, the famous mystery novel writer. There have been many theories about the author's 11-day hiatus, but this mystery remains unsolved to this day. But before we get into today's story, let's have the research team tell us about the sources they use for this week's investigation. The information we have for the story this week comes from BBC History Extra, Historic UK, and All That's Interesting. If you'd like to read these articles for yourself, you can head to the Creepy Chats website. Now that that's out of the way, let's get right into the story. Today is Friday, December 3rd, 1926. At around 9.30, the famous mystery author, Agatha Christie, gets up, kisses her seven-year-old daughter, Rosalind, goodbye, and leaves in her Morris Cowley. She was not seen for another 11 days.
1: The search party for the missing author included 1,000 policemen, ten to 15,000 volunteers, six bloodhounds, and many other police dogs. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, author of Sherlock Holmes, and Dorothy L. Sayers, author of the Lord Peter Wimsley series, were brought into the search. While these two authors were famous for their inventive mystery writings, Neither author was of any help in the case. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle tried to search the scene for paranormal activity, but found nothing. After a day of searching, police found Christie's car abandoned near the Silent Pool's natural spring. At the time, the spring was rumored to be bottomless, as well as the final resting place for two children. Christie herself had killed off one of her characters in the same spring. Mysteriously, when the car was found, the headlights were still on, and Christie's bags were still in the car. Despite the rumors of Christie drowning herself in the spring or of her being killed by her husband, Archie Christie, Agatha was found after ten more days of searching. She was found by Bob Tappan, a banjo player at the Harrogate Hydro or Swan Hotel. Tappan recognized her dancing while he was performing and called the police. Christie had checked into the hotel under the name Teresa Neal, which is the name of her husband Archie's mistress. When Archie arrived to pick up Agatha, he found her in the cafe, reading a newspaper about her disappearance. When he approached her, she did not seem to recognize him at first. Christie was in no hurry to leave the hotel at all, letting her husband wait in the lobby while she changed into her evening dress. After the fact, the author had no recollection of what had happened to her, and barely ever spoke about the matter. In her autobiography, her short disappearance was not even mentioned. This begs the question, what happened to Agatha Christie during her missing 11 days? We are joined here in the studio today by Dr. Guten Tagg, a scientist who specializes in memory loss. He is going to give us some theories about what may have happened to Agatha Christie after she disappeared. Welcome to the show, Doc. Hello. Could you give the listeners a basic rundown of a few of the most prominent theories? Of course. The original theory of the police was that Christie was on her way to London when she crashed her car. Suffering from a concussion during the crash, she got on a train to Harrogate and checked in at the Harrogate Hydro, where she stayed until she was found by Bob Tappan. A similar theory by Andrew Norman, a biographer who once worked as a scientist, claimed in his biography on Christie... she may have been in a fugue or psychogenic state during the events of her disappearance. This is a rare state that causes memory loss. The state itself is brought on by trauma or depression, which Christie was most certainly going through. Her disappearance came soon after the death of her mother, as well as finding out that her husband was cheating on her. A third theory is that the disappearance was all a publicity stunt for the author to sell more books. All of these theories seem plausible. However, I am leaning more towards the theory by Norman about the frugal state. What about you, Doc? I agree with you completely. As a professional in the memory loss field, the frugal state, while very rare, would explain why Christie was not able to offer any insights on the case herself. The trauma she was going through at the time makes this theory seem all the more likely to me. Well, I think that just about wraps up this week's case. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Of course. And to the listeners, what do you think about this case? Do you agree with Dr. Gutentag and I, or do you have a different opinion? Let us know at www.creepychats.com, and be sure to check in next week for another case.